0: And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV Celebrity Apprentice After
1: Show. Hello. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz show right here in the AfterBuzz studios. And it does feel really good to talk about this great show, Celebrity Apprentice. Season number 12, episode number 8. It is called Ad Hoc, and there was a lot going on on this episode. But before we do anything around these AfterBuzz studios, we've got to introduce ourselves. Breaking the show down, my name is Ronnie Jr. I am here at AfterBuzz quite a bit, producing shows. But I get to uh, the pleasure of of you know speaking with these ladies about this great show, Celebrity Apprentice. Next to me, I have the creator of EatonAsian.com. Whoop, whoop. The wonderful and amazingly talented and opinionated Kim Lai hey, Yang Lang. Hey,
2: opinions are good. That,
1: no, that's absolutely correct. Um, we've got. Uh, com- I disagree. <laughs> you disagree. But uh, it's an opinion. So. Yeah, you, you led that up really nice. Uh, comedy and, and a writer. Uh, of The website, Don't Sweat.
3: No, no, no. no. You, sweat. I need to sweat. You all need to sweat the small stuff. Yeah. That's what I do sweat the small stuff with Kristen.com.
1: That's right. Okay. Entertainment I journalist. I mean, she does everything. She wakes up at two in the morning after we do this show. <laughs> you guys! He gets early understand- and earlier every oh, week. Wow. Well, that she works so that hard. hard uh, Thank we you, Bonnie. Uh, uh, Alina Akram also joining us uh, to, to hang out and talk about Celebrity Apprentice. And in the booth, we've got the amazingly talented as well, uh, Phil Svitek, you know, handling everything back there. Ladies, this episode started out a little bit different in the sense that usually we go fairly quick to the payoff. You know, uh, the uh, actual uh, cast member that won for their charity. This episode was a little bit different. We didn't do that right away because we had what you call post-boardroom drama, you know. My thoughts on the drama, because Alina, in a tweet, she had wrote best episode yet. And I definitely feel like this was the best one yet. And it was like, in my opinion, drama, but almost like warranted drama. It No one was throwing stuff out there you know what i mean they were all kind of just defending their own opinions or whatnot and, and it was pretty good and obviously when i say post boardroom drama it you know the aubrey thing, she walks away you know and everyone's starting to have an opinion this is when arsenio says she's a b a h well a w and, and a c so you know these well, are Well,
4: before uh, speaking of opinions yes uh you guys as listeners get to have your own opinion and that is over on iTunes. You get to rate and comment us. Isn't that exciting? You get to rate and comment yeah, us. Yeah, you guys.
5: We love the opinions.
4: Mm-hmm. And uh, the, one of the reasons you should do so is because uh, these guys will never ask it. But uh, I'm going to ask for them is these guys put in so many hours, as Ronnie said about Alina. Um, you know, she she comes she, here, then she wakes up mm-hmm. at 2. She wakes up at 1 in the morning. <laughs> uh, oh, mm-hmm. to, uh, to everyone else's credit, they get up at 3. So they're mm-hmm. not quite as good as Alina, <laughs> but they get up <laughs> at 3 after this. Um, and so in return, they ask for just, uh, just for you guys to write and comment. And, uh, you know, a lot of you guys are, which mm-hmm. is very nice. We appreciate that and uh, keep listening. And then uh, just tell a friend. The more you spread the word... Uh, you know, obviously, the more it helps us. And, and, so- and Philly,
1: let me tell you what I appreciate about AfterBuzz. Philly, Philly, I call him Philly a lot. I see Phil all the time, so you just nickname there. Philly, what I appreciate about AfterBuzz, and this is—you you know, realize
4: I'm your boss too, right? I
1: know. I was just, you know, Mister comfort- Philly. Oh, Philly. Philly. Excuse me, S- Senor Philly. Um. My thing is this. On the websites, you know, you go to other uh, you know, places to download, and everyone wants to charge. Like, we don't, ch- we don't make anyone charge to kind of get in on these conversations. And going off what he said about opinions and iTunes, we like that communication. Like, our YouTube people are also talking with us. People Grant, you know, is, is tweeting with us. We've got, like, different listeners that really show support. So it's a great show. As Alina said, best uh, episode yet for Celebrity Apprentice. What did you guys think of the initial post-drama, you know, that was going on right there uh, after the boardroom? Because it, it was
3: refreshing. It's refreshing to me because I get tired of the cheese, opening with the cheese. It's like, okay, oh, right. we get it. You know, we're doing something great and good for everyone. Let's just get to the meat of the show. Up. Yeah. So I liked it. It was entertaining to me. And then I like that um, it didn't let up pretty much the entire show.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was just a lot with it. I mean, obviously, Lisa sides with Aubrey, you know, initially. And then you have... Uh, I, I like Teresa. You guys watch her more on the Housewives than I do, so I really don't know what this other mean personality is or f- table-flipping girl. I don't really know her for a, a, as much. But I do like the way she is always trying to be very diplomatic. She's like, how are we going to move forward from this? I mean, this was like her quote. She's been so calm and, and relaxed. And later on in this episode, we see that she becomes project manager, which is exciting because I, I kind of like her style. She's She's been okay to me.
3: And Donald said – this might not be good for you, Teresa. It might not be good for your career because your career has yeah. been you being an a-hole. Yeah. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you're not being an a-hole. You might not get work now because this is what you do. It's like Snooki just dressing like she's we, classy. You well, know, she right? would lose half of her fan the, base. The
1: guys here at Jersey Shore, you know, the after show, we do talk about that with Mike, the situation. And if he goes to rehab, you know, how does he party? You know, It's kind of a thing. Uh, we had more drama, though, also. And this was... Lisa, I like, and Lisa, I can appreciate when I watch the show, but she does say some kind of wild things, and I'm not really a fan of anybody calling anybody a loser a- at all. I mean,
5: well, Lisa kind of contradicts herself because she yells at Arsenio for calling, win- exactly, you know, um, Aubrey a B and a W. It says, I- she says, don't ruin your image, don't ruin your career if you're. Uh, calling women B's and W's yeah. uh, every woman a- in America is going to hate you but then but like, that's literally what her- right after she calls Lou a loser she made and a loser. so mm-hmm. much sense know, with yeah, like an imbecile basically. It's
3: ironic because she's made her career out of calling people names and, mm-hmm. and Arsenio hasn't but give mm-hmm. Arsenio a turn to call people names but Arsenio said it's like calling the the pot calling the kettle black yeah. and, um, and and she did. She exactly turned right around. Did exactly what she just said. So, I mean, I love Lisa because I love people who are br- brutally honest. But mm-hmm. if you're going to be brutally honest, don't be a hypocrite about it. Exactly, I agree. You,
5: name calling is not necessary. She could have been. She could have said the same thing without. Right, calling him a loser, which I didn't even notice. You guys said it was true. She did call him a well, loser. She the, said, the main... I had
3: a mental breakdown when I saw Lou and Diana with five brain cells between them come back. And then she said, continued on to say, quote, you're, you're both effing useless. So, I mean, she's Might as brutal. Well calling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Might Last, as well call yeah. him a loser. I, I don't, I mean... I don't I appreciate all of these people on the show for who they are. So I get in a in a moral sense you shouldn't call people names, but it's what makes Lisa Lisa. So if Lisa mm-hmm. watered herself down and right. stopped calling people names, we'd be like what happened to Lisa? Just yeah. how we're asking about what happened to
2: Teresa. Yeah. So it's just kind of, you know, comes with the territory.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I, just,
2: I do think it's a little much of Lisa she is much, um, yeah. it's just it's getting to be a little too much. And even watching this episode, it's like, oh, my gosh, lady, enough, 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 enough. I mean, I think her PR rep absolutely got a hold of her because when she started saying that, oh, I like Diana, da, 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 the PR, someone got a hold of her because she toned it down a bit and totally switched gears, which was so odd because it went from here to here mm-hmm. so yes. quickly. And I think we're going to see it go which, back to there. Next episode, yes.
1: Yeah, I mean that's why it's weird when I even like try to say what I think about her. I'm like, I I appreciate her on the show, but she does say some far off things. Uh, but she, as you kind of were saying, she brings that duality. You know, you do have different sides of her, and I think that's what, and it gives me the opportunity to love her, on, uh, you know, as a cast member on this show.
5: I think it, that even goes for Teresa because yeah, she's been a lot nicer on this show, but we kind of see hints of it here and there.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. the real
5: Teresa. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, Gosh, so much on this show, and like I said, we've never really had a show that we just stopped, you know, for for such a long time. Just to get, we hadn't even got to the opening credits, and there's just like so much going on. You know, you, I, I thought we, I honestly like we didn't say this in predictions, but I was like, okay, we're gonna come back post uh, boardroom drama. You knew that, but you didn't know it was gonna go right into you know two more attacks. I mean, this this season, there's just so much going on. And uh, Clay makes a really good comment about the Aubrey uh, and Arsenio thing, which I'll comment comment on a little bit later. Uh, but let's speak on Arsenio real quick because he does get the payoff at the end of the day. This is about charity, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifty thousand dollars for his charity was thirty. Um, That was one, and then 20 was added on to it. And uh, he gets on Skype with Magic Johnson, you know, Mr. Dodgers. I mean, it's just like, well, you know, Mr. Lakers, but now Mr. Dodgers. I see him as
3: Magic Johnson, TGI Fridays. I was going to say, I see him as TGI
1: Friday, uh, Ladera Center, yes. Um, I see him as a 24-hour fitness guy. I mean, he's just such a businessman. And I love Magic Johnson's energy. He brings such a good, positive spirit. So I I liked it. And you guys, Arsenio did break down uh, a little bit, you know, because this is – he's fighting – and he lost, you know, his, his female cousin uh, mm-hmm. to AIDS. So as if the show didn't have enough emotion with you battling and you fighting for your charity and you being confined in well, one I spot. I think it's
2: an example of someone having a personal connection, you know, mm-hmm. with their charity. And so, of course, I mean, when you have a personal connection, you're going to be a little more you're going to be more emotional about it, you know. And plus, with everything that had happened, I'm sure with everything, like you said, from Michael Johns. Magic Johnson, all the way to. a big to, sports
1: fan, this um,
2: one. Magic Johnson, all the way to, you know, th- his relative dying, to everything happening, you know, with Aubrey. I mean, I'm sure at the end of the day, who would not be emotional? Well, when we saw Arsenio
3: do his apology to Aubrey, whether or not it was, or, you know, g- genuine or not, um, he did say to Aubrey, if you later on let me explain mm-hmm. why I was so emotional, yes. right. you might understand a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he clearly is personally connected, and he we did see him break down in the boardroom in front of, and I think that partly also has to do, we didn't really touch on that because you, we wouldn't really think it at first, but a lot of his motivation to go off on Aubrey really came from a place of just sadness. Yeah, it's really sad. He, yeah,
5: he does blame that on his outrage on. And did you guys
1: think right. he was going to apologize? I was telling Alina as we were like beginning uh, watching the episode. I was like, I don't know. I've always heard such great. You know, we work in Los Angeles. All of us, you know, are connected in the entertainment industry on some level. And I've always heard such great things about Mister Coming to America. You know, Arsenio Hall from the show. You know. I always heard he had such a great attitude, so it really—that's—that's that's what's getting me on this episode and this show. It's like getting me to say, "Oh yeah, Lisa, put him in his place. Tell him, you know, everyone in America is gonna hate you for saying these really vicious words." But then I'm like, also in love with his character on the show as well. I mean, there's just so much that you know so you what, could go off of.
2: What was it? What did you ask us though?
1: Oh, as, as far as uh, Mag- Magic Johnson. Well, I was going to tell you also. He—I um, guess he broke the news that Magic Johnson had AIDS on his on his talk show. Yes, 20
3: years ago, HIV. I believe. Yeah, HIV, and I believe it was 20 years ago.
1: Um, and, and, you know, I, the question that I did have for Alina was, do you guys think he's going to apologize? I've always thought he would, and, and he did. So. I thought
2: he was going to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's mm-hmm.
3: like, you, ha- you know, if you have a, a fight with somebody at work, and you know you have to face them for the next... You know, say they work together for five years at the same company. You're Mm -hmm. like, is this gonna be a miserable five years or is this gonna be a pleasant five years? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna suck it up. I'm gonna say I'm sorry, even if I don't mean it, and move on. And I think Aubrey and Arsenio did a good job at faking it.
5: I, 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 I completely agree, agree with yeah. you. It mm-hmm. wasn't sincere, but you have to realize Aubrey came up to him first,
2: or so they made it seem that way. Yeah. Well, it was good cleanup too. To- clean up. Both of them cleaned up their mess from last week. They did, and they and they sucked it up for this week. They mm-hmm. got through the
3: task. Who knows
2: if they it's going to boil task. over
3: to a head? Because we talked yeah. about last week when you hold things in, mm-hmm. they come out in a big, big way. So, right. um, so I think maybe perhaps next week we might see fireworks between Aubrey and Arsenio, Arsenio again because mm-hmm. um, after after the show, I think wrapped and. Stuff, Arsenio still continued to make comments in interview post-interviews right. you know about Aubrey so I don't think his feelings ever actually oh, yeah. change
5: well, even Aubrey mentioned during a clip she said I still don't like
2: Arsenio I she still said don't that like when Play, she was here with us
1: Yeah, I'm
5: gonna yeah. work with him so
2: well, uh, you well, she think, said it on this show did your opinion change at all of Arsenio we had a Grant tweeted us mm-hmm. and um, wanted to know if tweeted us over at AfterBuzz and wanted to know if our opinions had changed. When Arsenio apologized because he didn't feel that, uh, the apology was sincere,
1: you guys so. Did s- your what do you guys
2: think? Do you think the opinion did <laughs> your opinion change of him?
5: My opinion, I, I didn't start hating him anyways, mm-hmm. but I don't think either of them were sincere, so it's not like I looked at Arsenio and said, Hmm, was it not I, sincere I like
1: or was it just kind of continuing on with the game it didn't seem like they were not sincere I think they were just
5: they were sincere that they wanted to work together and make it peaceful and for I the lo- sake of winning
1: I loved Clay's comment and he goes but hey they weren't
5: sincere like oh I truly apologize mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I don't mean that you're a B and a W
1: <laughs> right. I think that. Um, can we say that. those words? Well, I mean, we could. I want you so, I, so it's bad. It sounds so weird. Yeah, I the know. Peep, I w- you can say words. it like if you want. Get, I <laughs> choose not to say it. I don't really, I don't really love the words. There, <laughs> there <I said laughs> but she does. The comedian, she, she does. There I <laughs> I have Tourette's. <laughs> um, <laughs> we won't say the C. Uh, that's the worst one of, of all of them. Um, so... You know, I think Clay really continues to impress me on this show, and I just love his comment about the two of their, you know, their little feud. And he says, you know, whatever happened with them, I think it was good because it knocked them into a, alignment, at least for this episode. You're saying yeah. maybe?
3: You think about it. You go to the chiropractor, and when he talks <laughs> on your body, it hurts, but you're back, and mm-hmm. you're you're the way you're supposed to be. But when you go outside and you start walking again, you're gonna fall out of alignment, and someone's gonna have to whack you back in. So yeah. I think that's that's a good way to describe <laughs> yeah. their relationship.
2: I was like waiting. To, I'm like, what? Yeah.
1: she's got a point. Oh, got it. somewhere. it. Chiro- in that backbreak. Yeah. yeah, I
2: definitely think he I mean it worked. I, I wish it didn't have to go down that way, but it did work because she was a lot more subdued in this episode. Yeah, she was
3: challenged much more subdued and you saw her surprised face when Ivanka called her out for perhaps not Well, let's get not, Yeah. You know, we That's can get to room. that. Mm-hmm. We can get to the boardroom, yeah. but I think her transition into being being reserved was not an easy one and I think she was doing the best she could Mm -hmm. and I think she did a decent job at it
1: yeah um, I definitely want to go off all that, you know, when we get to the boardroom. But again, so much happened. To, we haven't even got to the music of, you know, the uh, beginning of the show yet. So that, you know, was all right, right. But that all happened. And we had to <laughs> stop the DVR a couple of times are like so much is going on. But anyways, we finally get to the beginning of the show and we get uh, Mr. Trump. You know, he's there mm-hmm. and he's going to break down. Uh, he's right there in Times Square. He's going to break down what exactly is going on for this next task. Everything seems to be OK. Aubrey comes back. She does do one little soundbite, you know, as far as being interviewed uh, and says, Hey, I came back from my charity glisten um, because you know I want to prevent the bullying thing. I love how they didn't carry that out. I, I actually did appreciate that. Went right to it. Our lounge, Renaissance Hotel in Times Square. Donald, of course, lays it on there. You know the beautiful Times Square, uh, best city in the world. You know how he does all that. Mm-hmm. This this task is for entertainment.com. They've been uh, they've been doing contributing fifty years in, in this business. Um, Coupon buck. Yes. And uh, the task for uh, from D and Melissa, which are the executives there, uh, is to make a sixty second commercial. I think it's like a fun task, like us watching it. I thought this was when we could you know definitely connect in and uh, have opinions and we did We really legitimately did.
3: Yeah, well, we're working with all this, you know, we have Living Social, we have yes. Groupon, Groupon, so it's right in, There's so many. in the vein, and I think this mm-hmm. just them getting advertising on Celebrity Apprentice, because I had never heard of them. No, yeah.
5: especially at 50, what, 50 no. years old. I always see the books at the grocery store, and they used to try to sell them at schools, so I'm familiar with oh, Entertainment.com. I, knew I oh, actually entertainment. was nuts. It's like a huge book you could buy, and it was like, what, $25, something like that? Yes, but I never
2: knew it was Entertainment.com. Yeah. Com. yeah. I didn't realize what the name was but as soon as I saw the logo oh. I was like oh And it sounds like such a good deal because you really can save a lot of money yeah, if you uh, use the coupons. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I will I, say I think just I we're going off topic a little bit but the entertainment.com I think is a little misleading because I Me thought entertainment.com too. maybe I'll learn about movies and, oh, I, I, and, I, and TV shows when I didn't see the logo. so 100%. I don't think it's the greatest name for what they're doing
1: I love what they're mm. doing but I thought we were going to get almost mm. like last week with the you know the locations of what you could do in New York City I thought it was like something more
5: but 50 years ago it was than. relevant right so, yeah.
1: yeah, I know, 50 Welcome years. to 2012, <laughs> Entertainment.com. Um, anyway, so we, we go to the teams and we uh, decide who the project managers are going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, I think everyone is at that point where they do have to step up a second time. Not everyone has been project manager, that's a thing. But some people are just very aggressive. Teresa, she was fighting for Matthew, you know, for the charity that she is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to contribute for. And she just stepped up. It was a group conversation for her. Now, oh that was on Unanimous. Over on uh, the other team, Forte. There was no group conversation. No. But you're a
2: screamer. Your your favorite,
1: (laughs) Diana, she decided to be. I'm
2: stepping up. I'm stepping up.
1: Did you guys like that? I thought I appreciated her being a boss. Yeah, uh, you because know, she's been picked on. If
3: she stood in the background like she always has, you know, Lee, it would give Lisa an opportunity to say, Well, of course, you know, mm-hmm. Diana didn't volunteer and uh, i the project manager. So I think Diana's, that's really the only battle that she can fight right now is just mm-hmm. being loud and boisterous because she's been criticized for being too quiet. Right. So at this point, she has nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. But that's not being team. she
5: I think she should have at least discussed it with everybody and really fought hard for I it. Saw. Right. But we have to remember it?
3: there's team involved, but there's also i involved
2: because <laughs> I they want to yeah. win
3: this task and so diana wanted to step up and show what she could do and sometimes the team has to take a back seat to your own priorities and nobody
2: objected to it te- no i mean te- they were te- all fine I- we're in the past i mean when someone has stepped up it was kind of like oh yeah um wow they just kind of went out there and took it upon themselves and i think everyone was pretty happy for her to take you know yeah and lisa step up and she do it, fail and yeah, and she yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> it, it works great for Lisa because Lisa worked out. Yeah. Well, Penn couldn't do it because he was going to be leaving again, um, and it works great yeah, for Lisa. I'm not Li-
2: quite sure how I feel about that. Can we?
1: Yeah. Well, let's break and, um, and discuss that. You guys. Okay, fans. The so iTunes people. So, are we going to
5: start talking about Forte then first?
1: Um, yeah, but I do want to say, what do you guys think of just casting wise? iTunes people, please give us your comments as well. Do we like having cast members that have to leave so much? I I was okay with the one time, you know. And now it's a second time. You know,
3: our dear Adam did it. You know, he did it for a wedding. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it's kind of a silly. It's not a silly excuse. These these people, they're celebrities. They in their everyday lives, they can do what they want to do. So when they get involved in something like this, no one can really tell them you can't do this because they'll say, oh yes, I can because I'm so and so.
2: Well, but then I don't think they should play the game,
3: right? So I I think maybe the producers should just put a nix on it. But I will say, if Penn wasn't as strong of a player as he is, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have gotten away with being gone twice. If Lou well, left twice. That's smart-
2: mm-hmm. Lou would have been out the first but time. They- he wouldn't have had an opportunity. <laughs> you know, Westo, Kristen, they didn't make as big of a deal about it this time. I mean, last time it was like played into the episodes. like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, he's leaving. He should be the one in the boardroom. Well, he wasn't and that's because he whole made a time. mistake and also. So, you know, twice now. But I think that if a person is going to be on Celebrity Apprentice, I mean, they can have one time. They can be gone. Because, yes, we all have lives and they are professionals mm-hmm. in the entertainment business. And they should be able to go once
1: i believe the difference but last continue, time was you know, they lost uh, the task on on something that he had you know because he had made an improper uh, walmart yeah yeah he said something wrong within the task so i think last but time that it, didn't
2: have anything to do with him being gone
1: no yeah. but maybe that's why it was well because yeah he came back with one hour sleep and, and also the producers
2: are going to play it up the
3: way they want to because this week was clearly dedicated to picking on lou so you know oh, why kind clearly. of clearly m- yeah. <laughs> mix up the message with bringing Penn into the storyline when we could just focus on Lou. Well, what do you, How
1: do you think that... I'm sorry.
5: I just think these people have prior commitments that they've probably yeah, no, it makes sense. signed up with and like, usually when you're in the entertainment field, you have so much going on yeah. that it's... What is Celebrity you get a Apprentice going to say? Like, no, I'm sorry. You can't go on tour.
1: Makes tons of sense. The only yeah. issue that I would have with that is if Penn doesn't... If, if it's his week to go and he doesn't get voted off because... You know, there's well, we can't really vote him off because he did good at this portion, but he's not in it in the long haul. It just it's, it makes it a little difficult. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, but
3: he's done good both times. He's done great. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think uh, Donald. No more. I don't think Donald <laughs> wants to put down any of the people that he has handpicked right. to have on the show. Right. So I don't think he would pick it, pick on him in real life because Donald should also probably defend the f- defend the fact that he's the one that's saying okay to this, mm-hmm. the,
1: to right. Okay to him. But leaving. if he
2: can make it for every episode. Right. <laughs> if Donald can't well, anymore. Can. and going
3: off of Diana, <laughs> right.
1: Diana's team, Forte, and I mean, instantly it was like you saw Lisa and and uh, Diana just gel, and that was nice. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you saw the other team gel too, but you almost didn't expect Lisa to be so appreciative of Diana, and she really worked well, um, you know, as, as the leader well you know she gave a couple tasks and it worked good for everyone Lou just was the uh, the oddball of that group like the whole time right he didn't do anything that was worthy
3: yeah he didn't he didn't do anything but again that's what we're seeing in editing well
1: the angle right
3: but I will say he he did try to throw in the the camera angle I will totally give him that he He did it a couple times he tried giving
5: suggestions but like
3: every time they don't listen to him no No. and it's kind of what they did to Diana it's like shut up shut up yeah the only
5: reason she liked Diana is because she didn't give her suggestions because Mm -hmm. she was in charge and she just liked it everybody do what they were going to do anyways.
1: My only thing with Lou and the angle thing, because it was great, you know, the camera angles was something that he suggested. And it would have been really valuable. I love how when we did get to the boardroom, Diana said, well, we just didn't have the time. But I feel like, and I was talking to Kristen about this, how like Lou brings such negative energy that just because in that exact moment, he's like, oh, we should do the camera angle. And we're kind of looking at it as a viewer, like, oh, well, maybe Diana should have gave him a little more respect, a little bit more, you know, understanding or listen or, or communicate better with him. But we don't know how Lou is acting that whole time. So this this might be the 20th comment that, that came up, and you're like, Lou, shut up already. Right. That could be happening, right. and I think it is happening.
5: I think Lou's kind of like Debbie Gibson in the sense that he always <laughs> wants to act mm-hmm. and show off his muscles yes. and show off his – talent although even though i feel bad he's so nice but every time there's a task he just wants to be in front of the camera
3: and he does seem like the type that's the kid in class who only asks the question just to ask a question no one needs to know the answer to the question everyone already (laughs) knows the answer to the question regardless he's going to ask it or he's going to say it and it doesn't Mm -hmm. it doesn't lend any greater good to what they're doing Mm -hmm. And every time, every time he does that.
2: Well, he did make the comment. I don't know if it was in the confessional booth, but he was talking about how they could have used him. I mm-hmm. mean, their so, star power to you know instead of the other actors and actresses. I don't know if he necessarily said that to them. No, well he didn't because no, in, in the boardroom. In the boardroom, but I mean, I know he did. You know, he in was, the boardroom. In
1: the, they said he didn't say that. So. Yeah.
5: But he, Kim Lai's right. He did say in confessional, because I remember as well. Yeah. He didn't say they should use other people. He said Diana and himself should be
2: that. Which that would have made a couple. Yeah. I mean, it's better than Diana and Penn. Well, I don't know. well Don, the you Don know. said they should
1: use... <laughs> I don't know yeah. if Well, I know, because he's so
2: used to dating younger women.
1: <laughs> oh, that came up a couple times, didn't <laughs> but it? But
2: Lou's older, too, so... Yeah, but he just doesn't look as old. Well, Penn, No, I, I remember
1: seeing Lou when he made that comment, like you guys said, in the, in the live you know, the interview, the confessional type uh, deal saying, oh, we should use, you know, us, you know, star power. And then I looked right at Kristen, and I'm telling her, like, but, okay, that's fine, but is he communicating that? Like, he's just a grumpy guy. He's like a grumpy Gus, and it's just, like, getting annoying to everybody. And that's-
3: yeah, it's, it, okay, the, Lou... Calling Lisa negative is Lisa telling Arsenio not to call people names. It's like they're telling each other what to do, but that's exactly what they do. Uh-huh. And Lou, Len, I mean, Lisa is negative nanny, but I like it because I'm a comic and I look at everything in a
2: negative way. But <laughs> But she's well, some taking of the stuff it too she far. Says is funny, yeah. But yeah. when she starts Expan. talking about other people, and really digging into them. Here's the difference between you nailed it.
5: You nailed it when you call him a crybaby.
3: Yeah, he's a he's a crybaby. And here's the difference between Lisa whining or Lisa being negative and Lou being negative. Mm-hmm. Lisa gets something done when she's negative. Mm-hmm. Lou gets nothing done. He stutters the same word over and over. Yeah. Bottom line, and I also
2: a little w- stuck.
1: I also wonder if when Lisa's doing it, she has. A little, me and Alina were sort of talking about this. If she has like a little awareness of just, you know, she's making great television too. You know, so there is that. You know, I was starting to think that uh, this was a conversation we had earlier before, you know, an hour ago before the show. I'm sorry. Uh, You know, they do what they do, but a lot of them do have in the back of their mind, I'm going to put on some really good television. So we can't leave that out too.
5: They want to get the spotlight. This is Mm -hmm. a good this is promotion for them. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know?
3: but Lisa, I will say, I think she's showing genuine emotion with all these tears. I mean, she's just like We're getting a like, very oh, right. time. It I don't know if she's going through like menopause or what is going on, but she is super, super
2: emotional. And I know that's yes. how my mom acted when she went through menopause. <laughs> well, I don't know, but it's probably about the well, same. I think age. the pressure too, and just working with. I mean, she's made a comment over and over about working with people that are inadequate.
3: Yes, they aren't smart. But Lisa's the type who would run Rolling Stone magazine because she was mm-hmm. an editor there. Right? You know, she's like a business yeah. woman. You know she she would run these things because she she's almost like to me like a Marky Costello, which I'm who's a really strong businesswoman. I'm not saying that in any bad way. Mm-hmm. I'm saying they're so strong and their personalities are so defined, and they get the job done, and people listen to them. Right, mm-hmm. right,
1: right. I have a question. You know how Lou sort of has to compensate is what we're figuring out he's he, the way he acts sometimes is in his mind at least, justified with maybe the way he grew up and, you know, he, his communication skills of, you know, w- w- limited. I feel like with her, do you think she's become this boss aggressive woman, Lisa, I'm speaking on Lisa, because, you know, she's running Rolling Stone or whatever, she's doing all those great things, but in... Society. She's a she's a bigger woman, and maybe people look at her in a different. I was overweight for a qu- very long time, and people look at you in a certain way, and maybe that's made her aggressive. Do you guys at least maybe think that could play into it as well? It's just a thought I had.
3: Possibly the you anger know. could be there because of that. She probably she was born herself. with that personality in yeah. a sense, and then you know there are other contributing factors to yeah. bring it out yeah. and to have her prove herself because she's not getting through life like Diana is.
2: Yeah. No
5: way. You <laughs> no. Know. But you you mentioned Lou saying that his disability has him at a disadvantage. But what about Marley Matlin or who? But right on she on. won. Yeah. And she's completely deaf. So. Yeah, they should have well, won. But she didn't quite mm. win. She got to the top two. Did she? Okay, I'm sorry.
1: But she, but she still killed it the whole time. She did very, very good. She did good on uh, Dancing with the Stars as well. And you know who else is on Dancing with the Stars? Oh. Maria Menounos, creator of her. After Buzz. <laughs> yes, vote for Team enough. Um, it, It's It's... It, It's attitude is what I always feel you guys like. So Marley, you know, in that situation, she had a great attitude. And so people want to work with you. I
2: was going to say, I think there's probably a little more content with
1: her. Lou, you don't have a good attitude. Lou making the let's use our star power um, as an advantage. Great idea. He didn't communicate it. But I do like the way the editing goes because, like, wasn't too much longer that we see the really cheesy actors, which what did you say (laughs) as far as the actors that we saw who they hired for the for the task?
3: Cheesy, that's the only word I would Well, they were saying. cheesy, and it's like,
1: well, it's like everyone criticized them when, when we got to the boardroom, and it's like, oh, are those actors, they're gonna have trouble getting work? Uh, right, I right, mean, not they really, get their but... big
3: break, and Austin Donald's like, should you really abuse them? Yeah. And they're like, no, no, don't turn off the TVs. Are... Everyone, I just called at home,
2: turn well, off your TVs. Sometimes I wonder, though, if it, you know, maybe it is a good decision to not use them. Maybe they don't want to use themselves every single time. But at least one you know, of them I think would be I personally movie. don't see the
3: huge advantage with, with using them because who? With using Lou or Diana. Mm-hmm. But you didn't
1: see the advantage of with what's his name? With, 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 with Paul, Paul Senior. It was it worked the room. It like worked right, the room. But
3: finish what Even you were Aubrey. saying about the I, d- I just personally think that celebrity endorsements get boring after a while because they're so expected and they're uncreative. And I think it's smarter to think outside the box sometimes. And I think, and they did tonight. Yeah, and I think Penn was absolutely right. I think it, it would have been a different commercial. They're different ages. They The vibe would, would change. And and seeing Penn with Diana would be a little bit sex predator-ish.
5: But mm-hmm. people love celebrity endorsements. Look at the Kardashians. For whatever reason, people buy into people that People stop stuff. loving celebrity
3: endorsements. I am begging you. except it's Maria, <laughs> yeah. if it's Maria just buy it. Oh, by <laughs> nice. There's that
1: duality. <laughs> nice. She's all over. Um, so let's 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 finish up with uh, Diana's team because we do got to get to Teresa's team as well. Which but
5: was much more entertaining. We'll, like, we'll get to it? that.
1: Well, yeah, no, no, definitely. But I do want to say one more thing about Lou and just being like the heavyweight uh, of the team. You know, again, we're go- we're going to editing, which it's the end of the task. They probably put in so much work, and then he's indicating that he wants uh, an icon, which is basically known as a lower third on the um, image for for the video. Uh, and, you know, Lisa's like, well, when we watch commercials, we don't just have lower thirds, you know, on the bottom of, no. of of the product. You know, you have the little image at the beginning, the slate or whatever, and then you show the commercial and then that's that's it.
3: Yeah, because audiences are smart. You know, people know when you're shoving your, your product mm-hmm. down their throat and they don't want that. They don't want that. We live in a world that's way more advanced and and go, going to school for advertising. It's always like we had to treat treat the audience with a certain level of intelligence, even if they might not have it. Right. You have to talk to them like they have a reading level of a 10th grader rather right. than a 6th grader. But
2: you guys, he was just so. making a suggestion.
3: Yeah, and I, I mean, again, At least he had su- one. It's true, but I think is, that's my point. He was making a suggestion just to make a suggestion. Just to say, oh, I said something. He oh, was, I had an idea. But you know
2: what? He didn't. Know. I think it was a valid suggestion because he didn't think there was enough branding going on in the first place because he was talking about the camera angles. And frankly, there really wasn't a lot of branding with this group. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, and so maybe putting in that little lower third and popping it up, um, you know, on the bottom of the screen... Would allow people to visually see that this yeah. is entertainment.com. I
3: think if Lou had that you know? idea in a different capacity, if it wasn't a lower third, but if it was, oh, maybe we should have cut to the screen to show the right. product, you right. know, I think that would have been more appreciated than something so kind of novice, like saying, like, oh, just put the name of the brand yeah. at the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's like an infomercial. But, but I definitely think you're absolutely right. They did not have enough branding, and Lou did point it out. Right in, in um, his defense, that, right.
1: That is true. Uh, we get to the presentation. Diana, you know, explains what the commercial is about, uh, and I, I liked their commercial. I did not like it. You know, I liked the other one better. Um, but I didn't. I liked the way that it worked into their everyday life, uh, although it was a little cheesy. But it did take you on a quick little storyline. But it was fine for me. It wasn't wasn't bad. You I, know.
3: Yeah, I I thought it. I thought it was a little lazy, and and I think the the um the. Uh, people who work for the entertainment dot com. The executive, the executive yeah. thank mm-hmm. you. Um,
1: Dee and Melissa.
3: Dee and Melissa both said it was a little stale. We we were expecting it. And I think really good commercials have that aha moment where you're not expecting something. So the other commercial had the aha <laughs> moment where all of a sudden you're like, right? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. That moment right mm-hmm. there. The the, d- uh, the, the ooh like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> like um so I you know I just think that that they didn't um, go to the level of thinking that I think they could have. I think mm-hmm. having Penn on the team, having Lisa, they're both writers, they're both creative, I think they could have taken it yeah. higher, and I think they were being a little lazy. But wasn't it Diana's idea? It was, yeah, it was Diana's idea. And she is the project manager, but I didn't really hear anyone else, at least in they the ed- fight ed- editing it, that we saw. Yeah, yeah, no, they didn't, they didn't fight, fight it at all. And right.
2: then, I mean, they did the writing. Penn and, I was going to say Penn and Teller. <laughs> Penn and Lisa did the writing. for. I mean, I thought it was a pretty good concept. I don't know what else... I didn't think. Oh no, that one I thought was branded a lot. I mean, they, well, well, every I, three I love, seconds, I mean, they mentioned entertainment. dot com. Yeah. I mean, they made it a point. They got the pricing in there. They kept talking, saying the name over and over. I mean, all the different examples of where you can use the entertainment. dot com coupons. Yeah, and it that was, was definitely it a was strong great. Point. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just were they trying to make it cheesy. Yes. Because kind of. I feel like they were, but then I think it kind of. Well, I think they
3: didn't. If they were going to go cheesy, they should have committed 110% and just made it uber cheesy. It looked mm-hmm. like it was
1: pretty darn cheesy. <laughs> I don't really know how much cheesy. further it's you It's one could've... of those
2: things where you can't tell. Is it supposed to be cheesy? Well, because yeah. It's yeah, cheesy. Yeah. I mean, like with Arsenio. But it's cute cheesy.
3: We saw Arsenio doing the tag at the end of their ad tag. Oh, okay. ads. That Let's jump that over was too. good. And I think if they went with a cheesier tag with like this really announcer voice, it would have been in that line of really cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of walked mm-hmm. that line of like, is it? Like, it was going to yeah. yes it it just, it's oh, the I end figured just out their mistake
1: stopped they did not hire our amazing voiceover talent uh, Sir Richard wentworth <laughs> now see had they done that I just think they could have won you know it's just a thought
3: entertainment.com and afterbus <laughs> you know I mean
1: you got to think of these things um Teresa's team unanimous um, it's so funny like we're watching Paul and they somebody called out the fact that he is his two favorite words are f and then U. I um, I know those just sounded like Which letters by the way
4: for the sake of Sir Richard wentworth um, if you guys are listening and you have a birthday party, you want yeah. your own special VO. You got a small business, whatever you have. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of people that need VOs, I guess. I, I maybe I've really told this, but my nevertheless, whole life needs a VO. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if, if if your life if your life needs a VO, <laughs> uh, you can hire Sir Richard Wentworth for your VO needs. Just go to the AfterBuzzTV.com website, and um, you know it's it, there's uh, there's an info page or. Um, I think it's contact. Go on your contact and you'll find Sir Richard Wentworth and he is available for hire. He, you know, he's Look so nice. he's, he's so
1: incredible. I think I want to call him so he could do my voicemail because I, my voice saying hi, it's Ronnie, it's just not working. So, yes, call Sir Richard Wentworth. He does a great job here for Afterbuzz. Um, Teresa's team unanimous again uh, Paul F U and we don't we have not seen that. You know, it's kind of like forgetting his tough image because he's just so easy to work with. So flexible. So quiet. And definitely Mm -hmm. was like the star of this scene for their team, right?
5: I feel like every time Paul opens his mouth, it's entertaining and he's got something to say. He's been a pretty strong player and
1: I loved Uh his transformation.
5: What did you guys think? I was giggling the whole time.
1: Uh, every time. And that's totally the thing. Totally
2: cracking up. I just, he cleaned up so well. But I like would have liked his seam shaved. I, I'll yeah, take it all the way. Yes, totally. Yeah. He would have looked like a completely
3: different person. That was still badass. But that beard, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you can grow this beard, you can drink a beer. Oh you know, God, you can.
5: can like, oh, throw yeah. a fight. But he gave so much already Yeah, yeah. he was probably cringing as Who's it was oh, with oh, the comb over.
1: Right, Whose right. idea was it uh, initially to make him be that character? Wasn't
2: it Teresa's?
1: I want to say it right. was Teresa's probably because. Yeah, yeah. I know Teresa
3: confirmed with him. I'm not sure if she's yeah. the one who actually yeah. set, developed that idea. I wouldn't assume, but maybe she did. And that's we, how we I know. I remember
5: her asking would you, would you wear sleeves right. for me? That's yeah. how
3: I we know it really together. That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, really really they was all really
2: vibe. This team, they yes. were so every single person had a role. Every single person got along. Mm-hmm. It's like this team, they were so together.
1: They deserved so the win. So together, yeah.
2: And when when Donald
3: asked, because uh, we did see Aubrey in um, in the interv- in the oh, God the in little interviews, the
1: on uh, the fly interviews, the confessional, we could call confessional, it
3: confessional. Yeah. Thank you. Um, she said, "I don't think a Celebrity Apprentice could be Paul or could be Teresa." Um, because she said that? yeah, oh, I that. yeah, because I Paul chit chatty Kathy when they were when they were shooting when they were shooting um, Aubrey. Paul was sitting, leaning back in his chair, like on his phone, not doing anything. And Teresa looked a little bit confused because they only had a certain amount of time left and everyone else left to do editing. And here, um, Aubrey's left with Teresa and Paul and she didn't think Teresa could get the job done. And Paul was really leaning back in his chair, not doing much. And so when Donald said, do you think, there was a weak player on the team. Aubrey said no. And I think she said no because I think she really likes Paul. I don't think she wanted to throw Paul under the bus. Right, And then I think but she also wanted to do? stay really quiet. What was he going to do? She's Direct? friends with
2: Teresa as well.
3: You know, yeah, Well, yeah. they
2: are now, but... I mean, what was she... What was I don't know what do? he would do.
3: I'm sure there's some way Sometimes, to do busy work to make yourself look like you're helping just to show you're trying him. to participate, Aubrey, but it's not him. It's his personality. No, I mean, she's probably, the star
2: of the show <laughs> episode. <laughs> she probably doesn't get that either because when we've watched all the past episodes, he de- unless he's given a task to do, I mean, he is quite, Unless he has something to say, he doesn't say anything.
1: You at, know? S- at some point he will have to, you know, rise to the occasion and sort of be more, you know, maybe even be a project manager, direct some, some type of thing himself, but uh, right now it works. I, I thought Thought it was endearing that he even went there. It was funny. The commercial was, was completely funny. It, it just reminded me of those commercials that are so comical that you... Because they did leave out, like, you know, the $30 and entertainment.com. They didn't put all that in as much as the other team. But, I like, you want, as a viewer, you want to see that commercial. And, therefore, you'll go buy that product. And I think that's what they nailed.
5: It was well executed. Good acting.
1: Yeah. So they chose <laughs> to have both actors in. They they hired a woman to play the wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had Paul play the father. And they had Aubrey play the uh, the daughter, the promiscuous daughter. And then they had a – which was sort of, I thought, a huge risk. Because Aubrey is, like, the, you know, sex kitten image. And, um you know I felt like we were almost going into a dangerous territory like is somebody going to say something to offend her or is she going to say something like you just didn't know what was going to happen but it all worked out so well again going off Clay's comment it knocked everything into alignment I thought she did a really good job at sitting back they were back. on their
3: best behavior yeah. and it is true the bigger the risk the better the reward yeah. and they did take a risk whereas Lisa's mm-hmm. team and uh, you know they didn't
1: and my only worry with Audrey, and I'm so glad that she performed in a great way that, that I uh, enjoyed at least was sometimes when people get that critique they'll like back up and not do anything she still was doing a lot but she also sat back uh later on we get to the boardroom there was one thing that ivanka didn't really like about her but um i thought she balanced it and she did talk about the life balance uh i thought she balanced it pretty good um but the the role was a risk to play a sexy promiscuous situation or having sex with the guy and but that wasn't really it but paul was the star though he was really good
3: did you guys think that calling out the double entendre at the beginning of that commercial was helpful in making it less risque. It seemed like it was just as risque to me, knowing that they were doing the sex or not. What do you guys think? I, th- I thought they were going to reveal it more,
5: like that it wasn't really sex going on. <laughs> but they were still kind of alluding to that. I thought so. it was
3: pretty alluded to. I didn't uh-huh. think it was subtle at all. I, I really think that they... they Calling it out didn't make it any less. That voice Aubrey has is like sex phone operator.
2: Right. So I didn't, didn't think matter. it was subtle either. Yeah.
3: They could have teddy bears in there. But it so worked. been really sexual. And it did work. But you know, you you know what? I wonder
2: too if because Paul had totally done a revamp, it's like you paid a little more attention to that yeah. than actual, the whole sexual innuendo of, or what did what did Penn call it? Double like, entendre. That's a big word. Yeah. <laughs> um, the double entendre of the... The commercial concept
1: yeah no you, you definitely paid attention it's to like paul. you
2: yeah. you're so shocked and it's like he totally stole the show on that commercial that, say someone watched that commercial though and they had never seen
3: paul before and <laughs> didn't know there was a transformation yeah. they'd just be like okay it's a dude yeah you know right. but everyone
2: knew even the buyers knew and
1: yeah. you know when they were trying to do the casting oh would it work should we go with actors or not um would this would this uh paul would he play well as aubrey's father Aubrey's father looks similar to not clean, dapper Paul, but the Paul we know and love, you know. Uh, so I thought that was interesting because we've I've, we've seen. Aubrey's Why am I father, not surprised that that's what he right. looks like?
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't even know what that means. I'm not right surprised there. that don't. Ronnie
5: knows what her father looks like. Yeah, well, he was on True one. Fan. Of her, he
1: was on one of her reality shows. Yeah, I watch them all. Um, so, but but not really not a fan, but had a critique was Ivanka. By the record, for the record, we all love Ivanka. She's just so. God, I don't, classy. I don't know what it is. She really, I'm she smart. really, but she you does gritty. say she don't made a comment.
2: Ivanka. <laughs> I, know,
1: I know, let that energy rub off. Um, very, very brilliant, uh, Ivanka is. Um, and she goes for the truth. She wants to get to the meat and potatoes of what, you know, her issue is or what she sees wrong. So she's going after Aubrey um, and she didn't really like Aubrey's comment in the sense that Teresa should have communicated more. That's what we got from that. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, I mean, let's explain what happened. It's not that she wasn't a, a fan of her. She was going after her. She specifically asked Teresa, who is the project manager, about the task. And Classic Aubrey cut Teresa off and kept talking. It's rude.
4: And that's you know, what Arsenio's it was beef was. And
2: everybody picked up on it. So did Ivanka. So did Teresa. So did the audience. Yeah. And Ivanka handled
3: it in such a classy way. And of mm-hmm. course she would. She's, her emotions aren't really wrapped up in right. this the way
2: maybe Teresa's
3: would be. And Teresa didn't even address it. But you know she just um, didn't say anything there and then just politely asked her in the boardroom. And I think Aubrey wasn't even aware that she did it. I think mm-hmm. Aubrey is so... That's so Aubrey, right? That she didn't know she cut Teresa. My off. only
1: issue with that is I don't see it was a positive contribution.
2: <laughs> but no, I, it was not. Teresa, a positive but Teresa in the boardroom, Teresa cutting the boardroom. somebody off is not a positive contribution when that person's supposed to be talking. Teresa said in the boardroom, I was trying to say that, but well, but she cut Aubrey her cut, her cut off. me
3: off. She also <laughs>
1: said that when they were drilling her to find you know a weak link or whatever. I don't know if that was like you Teresa's. know what. You know
2: what? I, I think Aubrey has spent so much time fighting to be heard. That she doesn't have the intuition to know when to talk and when not to talk. And she is still trying to find that balance. And she was trying. And yeah, she I was think she was trying. That's trying. what I want to say. She yes. did tone it down. You got to give Definitely. her that. Definitely. And I liked her better.
3: Yeah, I did. I liked her better. She's probably getting way less Twitter comments wow. this, this time. But but her, her, that was her... Pretty much her only slip up in mm-hmm. that in that yeah. you know, whole lecture. It was she like, got. I knew yeah. she was still there.
1: Here's the question yeah. though: too. <laughs> Why did why didn't Teresa get that information out? It wasn't like Aubrey jumped, right, you know, right off the top though. That's that's my concern. Well,
2: I think she was going to get to it, yeah. but she's a little she slower in explaining. There. Aubrey's okay, so a little Teresa's bit just... overbearing. I mean, yeah, maybe you haven't noticed that, but she, I mean, she not in, a that, not in that not in bit. that
1: aspect. I didn't really notice it being a huge issue. But
2: could her over like the fact that she speaks
5: so much? It could be her try to get more attention from the show, get more TV time because they're not showing Paul Senior as much
1: mm-hmm.
5: because he's not he doesn't have a lot to say. But the people that do get the most airtime. Well, in that so. moment,
1: I don't think that's what that was about. Um, no,
5: not
3: that, but before this.
1: Yeah, um,
3: I do think Aubrey's intent was just to stay on the safe side and let Ivanka know that they were doing something in the right way. They weren't making it just sexually based. Yes. so I think her her motivation in that was was just to make the team look better.
1: And you know, just to kind of go off you know the defense of. The thing about it is, Aubrey just did another reality show recently that aired on VH1 a week or two weeks ago, where her it was uh, styled by June Ambrose, which is a, a stylist, and it was all about. Actually, they talked about Celebrity Apprentice a lot because it was Aubrey being led up to going to the Celebrity Apprentice. They talked about her redoing her hair, red the whole thing, and one of the big issues that you know on those interviews that Aubrey go, does to camera is I'm looked at as a sex kitten. I'm trying to get away from that, so maybe. You know, we talk about balance and slip-ups. I think that's all that it was. It was a slip-up defending something that really hurts her. She talked about being known as the Playboy Girl. I didn't know that that offended her so much, but obviously it it's, it sits with her. So um, that is my way of always backing her because I really, you know...
2: What was she defending?
1: She was defending the fact that, you know, she didn't want Ivanka to come in there and assume this was a, a me-Aubrey show. Because, again, I mean, she Aubrey's not dumb to the idea that people... Her reality show was called All About Aubrey. When you guys hear, uh, I, I noticed uh, I was talking to somebody who doesn't know about her reality show, it's like the cast members always say, All About Aubrey, All About Aubrey. They're doing that as a joke because that was the name of her reality show. Right, so. right. Anyways, it was just a and little it's slip up. And
3: very pertinent
1: yeah. as well, uh, to well, to the,
3: well to the situation. It was a
1: slip up. And the growth, though, was when we did get to the boardroom, Ivanka gave her the information and she sat there. She accepted it. She learned and uh, grew from it. So that was good. Presentation.
3: But I, Wait, let me say this, though. I could see the wheels turning inside those eyes going like, I'm to come back, don't you worry? I'm still here. Like I knew it that change overnight. Yeah, like I, she's still there. It's like she she knew because she's strategic. She's smart and she yes. knew to back it off for this episode. Mm-hmm. But she is still she is still her through and through. So I'm excited. to see... I wanted to, her to see, find a happy medium. Yeah, yeah. I her
2: to they find were a just good balance. all on their best behavior. Yes, they, they were. Really they were. were.
1: Uh, we go to the presentation. We have uh, a little bit of Teresa explaining it and a little bit of Aubrey explaining what's gonna happen. Um, uh, there I were, like.
5: I'm sorry. No, I no, like what ahead. Teresa said. I think she, I like that they related it to themselves. I like that Aubrey thanked them because when Diana went up there, she was just like, "Here's our video. Uh, <laughs>
1: you know, enjoy one, it. One you more know? time with the. With
5: is, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> enjoy our commercial. You know, like but <laughs> what is that? That's a little bit mean. me. Italian, <laughs> Italian, Italian that was I know, yeah, right?
2: Hispanic. Yeah.
5: Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Diana. Um, <gasps> But so at least Teresa had something to say, like, oh, you know, I'm a mother of four. We love saving money. Mm-hmm. And then Aubrey even think that. Yeah, it's for awkward <laughs> for me to watch <laughs> those
3: the, those like intros, though, because it's like so phony and so I was going to say
5: saving money. Yeah, like, what it, are you talking about? Yeah. Well, well, she needs to know. She
3: needs Juicy to Joes going to jail. Yeah, It does but, always but, shock
1: me that you know about The Housewives so much. I just feel like that would not be your uh, show. i got
3: a secret side to me that you don't want to know about.
1: <laughs> it's just so funny to me. But, but anyway. Don't um, get me
3: started. So it was a
1: great <laughs> presentation. We do see the eye raise with, with the executive where he's like, oh, you know, a little risque. Like you just knew that was what the edit was about. You know, that could have been for the whole, I don't know what it was about, but it was edited in as if he was offended or, you know, how dare them make it seem like sex was involved. Um, but it was a fun commercial, cute commercial, and we we obviously all kind of took a liking to it, all of us at least.
3: So it's, explain to me why though. Again, they won because they didn't have they didn't have the. Um, they didn't have the pricing they didn't have as much information about the product what was it again that the executives swayed by well well, the guy guy
1: from uh, entertainment.com he did say that he appreciated them taking that that risk so so I think maybe that helps and also like let's think about it you guys because I was thinking about this commercials that we know and love not all of them exactly like spell everything out for you but you're like oh remember the blank commercial i'm trying to think of one right off the top i mean and even though it said like like when we would think oh look at the frogs like that was the budweiser commercial granted they did say budweiser it's like no that's you know like, well, I give the you some apple time the apple
5: commercials like the old school ones with the dot do you guys remember that the what there was, there was like a dot on this a dot on the screen yeah are you saying dot yes oh sorry
1: <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like sometimes commercials just is more about it's, the song. It's a teaser. It, it's yeah. like a
2: teaser.
3: Like wants it leads you to be curious and like, want to check it out on your own. Like, I
2: think they were. I think they liked the star power and the yeah. The video that's why they won. Well. Probably.
3: Yeah. I think they so, just thought it was more entertaining. Period. Because I know the the negatives that the um that they listed were they didn't mention how much it is and it was too risque. But I'm sure they had you know. Yeah, I think the other one was, was so boring. So, for yeah.
2: them and they didn't use the people that they had on hand. They, you know, outsourced it. Um, but I did think it was odd that they won, though, too, because I didn't think the brand messaging was there. Yeah. They yeah, felt um, negative that about one. the
3: coupon cutting, the old-fashioned that yes. was mentioned. Yeah. I, I personally mm-hmm. didn't find a problem. I can see how putting down something else is negative. But, but when you're putting down something that you're – but it, it is true, though, because they used to have those magazines. But aren't People they trying they still to still have the
2: magazines. But they they're also trying to move online, correct? Yeah, well, they so, do have a mobile app now,
1: and yeah, like, yeah. I, mean, no, I can we
5: can, it's we, like insulting yeah. their old product it's, it's, it's,
2: a it's, it's, it's a people t-
5: still use their old product. I'm sorry. No, no, okay. it's fine.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, at the end of the day, like Donald said a hundred times, like both commercials were good. Um,
3: can we talk about that too? Well, let's. Let's, uh, let's really. It's exactly yes. that topic. Every time we see um, them break down who won, Donald always says, oh, they loved them both. They loved them both. Do you think they really always like them both? Or do you think these executives get nervous around Donald and are like, oh, yeah, they were both great. And they don't want to. They might even get
1: nervous around the cameras. I don't know.
3: Because they can't like all of these. And if an ad agency, if two ad agencies had their pitches up for this product, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't both go in and like be like, oh, they were both so great. I'm I'm going to go and
4: dispute that. Here's why. Because okay. In, 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 first off, in the past, people, ha- you know, some things have sucked. and yeah. And they've been told as such. Um, and I, I don't think people have a problem telling the Don uh, as such. I, again, if, if the product's bad, the product's bad. And, and, and especially, first off, at the end of the day, Don, Donald's going to see some of these things. And so he's going to make up his own opinion. And uh, they certainly don't want Donald thinking like, "Oh my God, we said this commercial is great" or whatever. When in reality, it's garbage, you know. Because at the end, because yeah. two, they they want to uh, they want to further their relationship with Donald himself. And so, you know, if they need to get on the same page, that's my thoughts.
5: I agree with that because I remember seeing people getting bashed by the, com- mm-hmm. the advertising mm-hmm.
4: companies, yeah. in the past when we they've just done seen really it this season. season. no, no um, not, not yet. Yeah, but in the
2: past, they have definitely. They've either exactly. liked it or they.
1: No, 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 that's, you're definitely right. Oh, um, I, I was, was going to say, this is a great time to offer, you know, if you want to call and be in on these types of conversations, 424-256-1729 as we jump to commercial. Before, we do, we'll we do the boardroom right after a commercial. Uh, 424-256-1729. Because there's so many different opinions on, you know, what works, what doesn't, and that's obviously why the show is so good, because we liked both commercials. Who won and, and why? Let's jump to a commercial, and then we'll jump uh, right into the boardroom, which got, uh, you know, equally as exciting as always. Celebrity Apprentice, the after show, commercial time. Hey, what do you want to buzz about? Uh, What do you want to bing about? We are doing it right now. Celebrity Apprentice, the after show right here on AfterBuzzTV.com with myself, Ronnie, Kim Lai, Kristen, and Alina. We are breaking down this episode. We just talked about the tasks. So much went on on this episode. Probably the most content. You know, these shows that are two hours tend to draw like a lot of we don't need to see everything, but today the entire two hours had something going on. Um, we're jumping in the boardroom. Lou just wants to pick a fight right away. He maybe he wants that camera time, <laughs> like you say. I don't know. Weird guy, sort of. Um, and he says, "Lisa, I would have th- if you were a man, I would throw you out the window or something against the, the wall. wall, something like that." Like, not a good comment to say, Lou. I mean, it's almost like worse than, not not worse than what Arsenio said, but in the sense that, like, I don't know, as a man, you're probably not supposed to say you'd want to pick up a woman and throw her. Like, that makes you look like an abused... Abuser.
3: I think because he prefaced it saying, "If you if were a man, man," I think he thought he could get away with
2: saying.
1: I think it. he tried to be funny, maybe. Like I
2: think he was trying to have an Arsenio moment. Yeah, he. Is I think lo- he was trying to do what he did last week. He is just so defensive. He mm-hmm. is so defensive, and he is ready
3: to go um, to split ways from his team in case yep. they don't win. Which right. he used to do with the guys too. Um, and I and I don't like that in someone. I mean, I get if you don't like your commercial and you admit it and you just kind of like let it out, but. He's done. He's done that every time in the boardroom. He always separates himself and and starts throwing people under the bus before it's even necessary. And mm-hmm. it's like so tactically wrong. And it's it's kind of defense embarrassing for him. It's a total defense mechanism. mechanism yes. And you just want to say like Lou, it's okay. Like we're not all out to get you, and we like you. We mm-hmm. do. You're a nice guy. And but you can't coddle people all the time. Yeah. It just looks so bad for him. He ends up looking like the weakest link. Every
5: time he does this, it's sad. And then sad. he continues to yeah. go with
1: Lisa. And this says something, you're lucky you're not my wife or whatever. And then she clearly oh. was like... I'm lucky as well. Like yes. I don't know, he just looked a little aggressive towards women, and it was just kind of a, a, a line you may not want to uh, yeah.
3: dance the, around. Yeah, the difference, I think, in Arsenio is, like, <laughs> Arsenio is just, like, kind of like modern-day, like, bitch, whereas <laughs> Lou got weird. Lou got, like, whoa, yeah. buddy, like, he pulled out, like, the belt and was, like, about to, like, whip Lisa. Like, it just was yeah, getting weird. It was bad. Uh, Arsenio it was, like, a,
1: was thing, a complete right? professional in the boardroom, um, and again, I'm glad that we're not spending, you know, as far as uh, this episode, they weren't doing so much Aubrey versus Arsenio, because let it be what it is don't over edit things just to give us so much drama because you know it's a good show as it is And but I love the little moment that we did kind of go off the two um, Arsenio was asked and he said hey I now got the right results with the wrong language just a, just a professional mm-hmm. and that's literally the first question I had with Alina was like do you think he's going to apologize I just felt like that was outside of his character. We later in the episode had found out that it was because, you know, he had that personal fight, you know, losing his his uh, cousin. So I like Arsenio. Like, he won won some points despite a really bad, ugly situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So.
5: And unanimous stayed strong. They didn't have a weak link, like Teresa
3: said. Yeah. And-
1: And everyone loves Paul. Everybody loves Paul. Like, he was like the star of that moment, you know? But I
3: I will say about Paul, like, he's everyone loves Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul. Paul's a big teddy bear, and he's great, but he really hasn't done too much. He's not contributing, and he's kind of like going through like Diana had been going through. And I don't want to give him that pass right now. And I, I, you know, I think he's cute and he's endearing, but um, again, I just think sliding by. Another one sliding by on his charm. Can't, can't mm-hmm. happen for mm-hmm. too much longer. No. We're, we, oh, we're no. down yeah. to...
1: In fa-
5: I disagree. I think he's going to be a strong player. I think he's a man of few words, and when you need him, he'll
3: be there. He, he'll be there, but he's not the guy and that's will out of the You want him to do more. I mean, you yeah. want him
2: to start coming up with some creative ideas. I don't see him as a... I don't a... think that's his...
1: But it is a tough Jones game. He utilizes
5: yeah. his resources. He makes the signs. He, he does a comb over when he needs to. <laughs> Wears a sweater. She does mm-hmm. make... You do make a great point. Diana? Mm, I, I, watch,
1: I watch Big Brother a lot, and that game is just based on voting somebody out and the social aspect of... Sort of sliding under, not ruffling any feathers, does sometimes get you pretty far. The difference, though, is with Big Brother, them, the cast, they vote each other out. Here, Donald, like, will call you on something. So I think even if he goes further, Donald at some point is going to be like, but Paul, you're not really doing much. So we're going to see that. That's a good prediction. Yes. We will I see that. I think he'll be strong. <laughs> um, I don't. So, so we, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Difference yeah. of opinions here at <laughs> After Buzz. Me of course too. we love that, and we love our iTunes, you know that. Um, watching the video. So we see uh, both teams get to watch each other's video. Always fun. ...to see one team critique the other. Um, Pen. We, we, we literally got what Clay has been saying about Penn for a little while... A little bit condescending with his comment, a little bit, you know. Backhanded compliment. It was a compliment dis um, Well, it w- wasn't
3: even a compliment, though. He's like, well, I'm not really into double entendres. It was more of kind of like, I, but I get it. But- like, I, I think it's double entendre. They can be a cheap use of mm-hmm. of trying to be creative or funny. Um, I don't think he was complimenting them. He's like, you know, whatever. It's- but
5: he said it was a good commercial, though, and I yeah, think they true. did
2: well. And- I yeah. didn't think there was anything wrong with his, I mean, comment. I didn't think he was being manipulating? It wasn't doing. It was his opinion.
1: Yeah, do you think they all you blew know? it out of Because pro- everyone blew it out of proportion, really. I mean, Donald, they all kind of had issue with it, it seemed like. Like, why would you be disloyal to your team? that's where talking talking
2: about about pen. Pen.
3: we're talking about we're talking
1: about pen. oh that comment yeah yeah. Um, I mean
3: I think he was being honest I just think he didn't really like it and he had to he had to say I don't like double entendres but the commercial was nice like I think he didn't want to just diss them completely so I think right. he was trying to like soften his his, his his negative
2: critique I mean what is he going to say I loved the commercial I thought it was great he's above this
3: he's, you know, he's above it yeah
1: um but the one who did have a comment about the commercial was Lou. He, he said he didn't, you know, he was asked again. So, you know, in his defense, he was asked the question. Uh, but it was just weird, very bizarre to say, I like the other team's commercial. <laughs> he,
5: that
2: was so it stupid. Been,
1: it would have been weird if he did that just in general, let alone after he already had that spat with Lisa. Like, you're just looking really silly right there in that yeah, it just doesn't
2: a, show team loyalty.
3: He's not a forward thinker. Because, I mean, I would have probably wanted to say the same thing if I didn't like my team's commercial
2: and I knew
4: that well, this was better. Well, here's the difference. He, Said
2: it because he was upset with Lisa. Yeah.
3: Well, it's in the not... past,
4: people have said that you know where they you know, but they they knew they were on the chopping block mm-hmm. in terms of like they knew they absolutely a hundred percent lost the task. But if you don't know if if there's an inkling, even a chance that you could have won the task, don't say it. You know you have to have because again, people have done that and and. Uh, not gotten fired for it.
5: But Phil, right. no matter what, you are a part of this team. That's your product. Aren't you going to defend it? You're going to go with that Not when you're team? upset
3: with your team. If he already feels like he's separated from his team, he doesn't have that emotional connection to them that they have with each other because he's the odd man out. So and again, he not smart,
4: but you have right. to know that that commercial has to be so atrocious that you will 100% lose and you have to state that.
3: No, but I also think that if knowing that his commercial lost, it was, you don't say it because then you know for saying that you might be fired because you're going to be in the boardroom.
5: I think if he would have said it during the task that this is terrible, this is a dumb idea, I don't agree with this. But then, and then another came another out, idea. And then came oh, to the we, boardroom we and, and said "There's was better. It makes sense. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: if you're going to have an opinion on something come with something better and uh you know that's like a rule of thumb within entertainment i mean you're smiling because i guess you We've talked it, about yeah yeah so um okay. it just gets it gets ugly when you know because then lisa starts you know going at him a little bit um she, she said i alive she says uh <laughs> I, I know and it's weird because we all don't like the way lou's playing the game sort of and, and like Arsenio even says it's weird because we like him and then he goes in that boardroom and just becomes this the Lou is a hard person to watch. He's a part, hard person to hate. He's a hard like it's yeah. very weird with you Lou. You can't have
3: one hundred percent exact feelings on him because you want to like him, but you also really want to shut off. Because Lisa's dude. ripping
1: uh, ripping him a new one, and you're like, yes, but he no. deserves
3: it, right? He deserves it, but he doesn't because he's sweet and he's cozy, but he's not, mm. and he's ain't. And you Aim. feel bad. Yeah.
1: Did you love that? Yeah, it? I, feel I short a circuit
3: bad for him. when I look at you it. F- yeah. Do
1: you? what? You mm, feel bad? Feel you a f- little
3: bad for him.
1: Um, what did you think? Because you're like a Lisa fan. Uh, Just because you're talking louder doesn't make you right. And the way I mean, she delivered it,
3: Lisa. from from doing stand-up comedy when you have someone in the audience heckling you you have to come back with a comment and you have to be able to fight these people so that's Mm -hmm. what Lisa does she you cannot stand up to Lisa and Paul like Paul's a giant dude and he even said I do not want to get in a fight with (laughs) Lisa because Lisa can take you down with words because she's smart she's quick-witted she's quick and she's confident and like Mm -hmm. having all those years of experience doing stand-up comedy dealing with loud hecklers her audience is not a tamed mild audience that audience is a colorful audience that is shouting shit yeah. out all show long <laughs> and all she's got to do is come back and she doesn't know this person she can't plan a response to this person yeah. and on the spot she has to so lou's going up against a pro at arguments that's right. what she does right, so man. i mean is it was so like fast a battle i think it's a hard
2: time hearing well, I, 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 well. Defen- what did you and guys think of that i feel bad for him because she's so quick it's he- like watching that was hard to watch <laughs> I don't think he should have used that because Mm-mm. I feel like he
5: contradicts himself. He says, you know, I have a disability, but I'm just as good as everybody else, blah, blah, blah. But, yet but then he'll use it. Yeah. like. But what's going
2: I on, think Lou? going head to head with Lisa and having that disability, I think it totally threw him off. I think he can't have an
3: he, ar- he can't have a smart argument with anyone because he's not he's yeah. not quick enough. He's not. He mm-hmm. kept saying the ex- every argument that Lisa said to him, he shouted back the exact same line that he had just said the line yes, before. He, said he so did, too. Yeah. and it's like he couldn't come up with anything new and, to say. And no
1: one really mm-hmm. bought his. You know pro- what was he saying? Something along the lines of me processing the information, which again is why you do feel bad. But then Donald said, "Well, Diana also this is English is her second language, so she has that same problem, but she's just." Even though she's processing things maybe secondary, she's saying the right things. You're still saying some bogus stuff, man, and I think that's kind of what it was. Yeah. So, so he gets his ass sent home, uh, but he says, "Because <laughs> Donald says you're fired," and he says, <laughs> "Take it back. I don't want to be fired like Aww. you." See,
3: he heard the Donald say that. you're fired pretty quick, and he came up with a, you know, take it what? back
5: yeah that was so awkward for me was that awkward for you guys yes mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah it's, I thought he was being serious for a second I don't well, know
3: all he all the, was being serious
1: I don't know all the stats on the r- original uh, Incredible Hulk but it's as if he is becoming that person he's like one way and then as soon as something <laughs> happens he spazzes out so he's just
3: the Hulk because there's no longer incredible in front of the word for <laughs> Aww. me I'm not saying that in a mean way I mean in like all reality seeing a yeah. guy like this when you see a guy who's this strong physically mm-hmm. it's really sad to see him not live up to that until to be this weak, meek, unconfident man. And it just takes away all that mystique that you might have about someone that you once saw in a specific light.
1: What so. did you guys think of the last, the, the, the taxi cab confession? Here, like, we're, again, balancing the feeling bad for him and not liking his, his actions. And then he, like, was completely arrogant in that cab. I don't know if he was trying to be, like, so confident. But I was just like, oh, nah, there goes that reason for me not to like you again. You know.
3: The psychologist in me would say that he was alone in the cab without the intimidation of Lisa and his fellow celebrity mm. apprentices. Getting his so last word and He had his last word. That It was mm-hmm. just the camera guy. And he could he could use – I mean, I've had that experience where I'm around people that intimidate me and I can't think of a word to say. That's why I can think of so many words about you guys. Just kidding. You know, <laughs> no, but, you know, when you're in that scenario and you're not mm. comfortable with yourself and you're like, uh, e,
2: ur, ur. but right. then
3: you're by yourself and you're
2: in your environment, you're in I your I trying to save face a little bit too. You know, for himself. Yeah. I, yeah, it okay. was a
3: strong exit. Um yeah.
1: It really, Alina, you nailed it with your Twitter. You know, it was one of the best episodes that we've had. Again, she wrote drama in in her tweet, you know, the hashtag drama. But again, I felt like it was drama with, like, so much reasoning behind it. Like, people were fighting because they actually had to. You know, this is turning into one of the best reality competition shows. Um, We should go ahead and just jump into predictions unless any of you guys had a news story you kind of wanted to talk about, speak upon. or I I do know, for me, we had one Twitter guy. Uh, who was talking about you know Clay Aiken or whatnot? And I don't know if people think like some of these cast members are necessarily like friends or not. Um, and and somebody gave to my attention, and I already sort of knew about it, but Aubrey just did. Um, she sang the national anthem with Clay at like a NASCAR event. So you know just because oh, nice. yeah just because you it was actually a really good uh, duet I guess. Um, just because you see them arguing, you know they all move on, and you know it's a great chance for their their star power to get out there together. Well-
5: Aubrey said it when she was here. She said it's not personal. You barely know them when you're
2: there. so Yeah. yeah. Well, well she took it awfully personal.
1: Chris <laughs> yeah, Hilton isn't
2: supposed to be personal either, but she took that extremely personal. Who? So, mm. what are you going to do? All
1: right. Well, that was a fantastic episode, I thought. I think now we should just jump into... predictions. What do you have, Kristen?
2: I just now have a little news, news but
3: it's... Oh. TV. It's, yeah! <laughs>
1: That's the remix right here it's, from Afterbuzz.
3: It's, you know, just kind of information that I think parting with the parting words with people who left the week before. It's nice closure for our listeners here at Afterbuzz. Okay. <laughs> um and this website called tvgrapevine.com yeah. had to have an exclusive um, phone conference with D Debbie Gibson and Donald Trump. Um, and so they just asked them some questions. They're not hard-hitting, crazy questions, you know, but it's just kind of those parting words. Um, and one of the questions they asked um, all of them to Debbie was, or Debbie and then Dee, they said, is there anything you learned about yourself that you were surprised for partaking in the show? It's kind of a lengthy question. Mm-hmm. But um, she said, I actually, on the positive side of things, realized that I was tougher than I knew and didn't care as much what people think. I mean, when I was watching the episode back, you know, I didn't waver and say, oh, I wish I would have done something differently to make... You know, even going back to make Tia like me or Diana like me, I felt like you know what—I made decisions and people took things personally that they shouldn't have. Sometimes they, and sometimes they should do that in business. Mm-hmm. Um, she just co- continues to go on to say that she loves herself. Um, <laughs> D said, <laughs> I, "I learned that I've never worked on a team, and yes, I've been in a band, but as a songwriter, the video writer." I write movies myself. I write books myself. I do everything by myself. It was really difficult for me, even though I think it did effectively. uh, Even though I think I did it effectively, it was still a stretch for me to work and consider everybody's opinion and try to be a team player. It was tough. So just some parting words on their part. Um, And then they asked Donald a question. He just said, do you take into account charities that everyone's representing? And he said they don't really do that now
1: when they're casting and stuff. Oh, so so it's it's more on them. Yeah. Um... The thing about it is I think every one of these actors, uh, actors, reality people or whatever they are, (laughs) whatever they are, are, I think they all have a different objective. Some are to like maybe Teresa, we're assuming is like she just wants to be on the show as long as she possibly could. Some like D because I'm thinking about D like did D have a great experience? And I'm thinking the answer for him would be yes, outside of the finger, um, because he was on the show a, a handful of episodes you know got his name back out there among the masses and you know got to put out the name you know put his, his charity out there as far as you know getting that awareness and he was not edited ugly sloppy now lou i get worried about because now lou it's 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 a conflict because he did win some money for his charity but he looks ridiculous now so there it's it's a tough show to go on but i admire all these contestants that do it so um predictions what do you got kim Lai?
2: i just think there's gonna be more drama, <laughs> more
1: drama. <laughs> safe drama to say more drama TV. TV predictions alina what do you think for the next couple episodes
5: well i don't know what to think with one team only having three players are they gonna unify them all what's gonna soon. happen it'll
1: happen soon yeah
5: so i don't know and i think the team well, that has clay less goes people to the other side really the dark yeah. side Ooh, <laughs> then i predict that clay and lisa are gonna butt heads
1: Yes. Yes. And he,
3: that's it. He will be on Forte. A lot of
1: people don't like Lisa. It seems like I mean, behind the scenes, there she's
3: probably not easy to work with at all. Mm-hmm. I I predict that Diana and and Lisa fall back out. I mean, there is that love fest was just temporary. It was like this weird um, mm-hmm. attraction Agreed. that Lisa had for just like the split second when you see a handsome guy or something and you get wooey, but then you realize <laughs> he's you
1: know. Well, or like you, you said about what Aubrey did, what? it was just the, the one week to pacify.
3: Yeah, to, I don't to keep think... you all going in the game. Yeah, maybe? and uh, these people are in show business they know how to turn it on and turn it off i think they're diana and lisa are going to go to war because we saw lisa getting really upset in the previews and mm. i have a feeling it was toward diana because they showed diana a little bit um with the tears as well so
1: yeah um awesome. i think we will continue to see the bond with arsenio and clay they they edit edited a, a little portion of that and i think we'll continue to see that they're obviously great friends and It's just going to be a really good show. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. Kim Lai, where can everyone find you online?
2: Um, Go to EatonAsian.com and follow me on Twitter at at Kim Lai Yingling.
1: All right. Uh, Alina, where can they find you? Follow
2: me on
3: Twitter at underscore Alina23. Okay. I don't know where you'll find me because I haven't found myself yet. But if you want to go <laughs> online, check out sweat the small stuff dot com and follow me on Twitter at kristen carney k r i s t e n c a r n e y.
1: It's an amazing website you got over there. Thank you. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Ronnie Junior Media, and of course, we love it if you could follow us on our Twitter uh, at AfterBuzz TV as well. And stay connected with everything we do around here. We've got a lot of shows. I'm guaranteeing that you will see a show that you also like outside of just Celebrity Apprentice. We cover quite a few. Uh, one of them being Dancing with the Stars, which our creator, Maria Menounos, is uh, performing, competing, winning uh, on that show. She's doing an excellent job. So that's it you guys. Uh, celebrity Apprentice, Phil, thank you in the booth for working it out. Thanks, Phil. We- we're out of here AfterBuzz style. Good night. Bye.
0: From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.